Welcome to Rooted and Robust Podcast. Hello, beautiful people. How are you guys doing? It's another week and of course, it's another episode of Rooted and Robust Podcast. My name is Ozioma Anyoji. And you know how I do it on the show. I always have a guest and we always have an amazing time discussing something that will benefit you, something that will either inspire you, inform or educate you. And today we want to look at money timeline, money timeline. And I have a guest on the show. Yes, I have a guest on the show. He is Denuborn, Denuborn. <laughs> Welcome, Denu. First of all, Welcome on the show, but I would like you to tell us the meaning of your name. I just want to start from there today, really. Yeah, thank you so much for having me on the show, Hoseyama. Uh, I really appreciate the invite. I do not take it for granted. So, the meaning of my name, Dino Bon, it is a very, very wonderful name. Mm-hmm. And, uh, okay, Dino, Dino is Yoruba for something that goes down deep deep Denu. deep oh, okay yeah oh they know they know wow yeah, <laughs> wow. yeah. Okay. like it, it it went down deep it goes to the depth. that's like rooted right something yeah like... rooted oh. something that is rooted <laughs> so that is that is that is actually when um you decide to separate the name from the full back name it came from that is the origin so uh. the name has a origin my back name is actually Oluwa Feromi Denu Favor Ogunbono. Oh, um, so you decided to make it easy for some of us, so I get... Not, not necessarily like easy for some of people, but, you know, just using the global mindset to approach things. And then I was like, I think it would be more convenient to yeah. enter into spaces and into sectors mm-hmm. and into nations with the name Denu Bon than the Oluwa Feromi Denu Mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know that that is a whole long name for people to you know try to memorize but i mean deno bon is is something that is it's easy very very yeah easy and straightforward yeah, straight to the point is. and also catchy mm-hmm. so, yeah, yeah it is <laughs> it's catchy really <laughs> okay all right so now that we've gotten the name out of the way so let's get into you um your profile is, is quite long but i wanted to quickly just tell us who denu is and let's get started from there i'm a 21 year old business magnate uprising founder and chairman of two companies local diaries a media and publishing company and as well as denu's money cycle sorry denu cycle limited mm-hmm. a financial accountability company that is also practically sponsoring the movement denu's money cycle mm-hmm. so uh that is who I am, just in short. But uh, for for business-wise, you know, I am going to media and publishing and uh, personal finance because it's a journey everybody needs to actually go into. And as a result of me, of my journey into personal finance, that was all brought up the personal accountability, the financial accountability company, which is Denosipo Limited. So, yeah, that's who I am. Wow, awesome. I believe you talk money all the yeah. time, so it's no, it's no big deal when talking about money on the show today already. So when I look at money timeline, money timeline. Now one of the things that um, whenever 
question about money comes up. People want to make more money. Everybody just wants to make more money, more money, more money, right? So, but today we want to look at not just earning, but also how do you manage the expectations of both your earnings and especially when it's not coming as planned. But then I want to go from this conversation is going to affect two different kinds of people, right? People that are already earning and those who intend to begin to earn. Looking at these two categories of people, what would be your advice to someone beginning of the year trying to plan their, their financial journey through the year? What is the first thing they should begin to do? Uh, so which of the set of people uh, uh, first? Is it the people who are already earning or people who want to okay. begin? Whichever one that, that you begin with. So, so personal finance is something that they didn't they didn't actually teach us in school. Mm-hmm. So I'm a graduate of architecture, by the way, and I read architecture in school. So when I came out of school and then I started making small money, the first thing that got me and the reason I actually got started on the journey of personal finance, so I've been reading a lot of books on financial accountability and more. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't get started on the journey until later. I started making a little bit of I start I started making a number of money, you know, considerable online, especially via LinkedIn. And then I it was it was really interesting. It was getting interesting and I was spending them. There was no savings. I was just spending as I made. Mm-hmm. And I had my sister always asking me for money for data and the likes of it. And yes, who doesn't send their sister money? I mean, it's just part of it's just part of the normal thing. Yeah. So it's now it's it it struck me though my mommy always complained that I lacked money management skills. I mean I'm like wait I'm literally spending you know I'm literally spending on things that are needed things yeah. that are needed that are necessary for me that they are not I'm not wasting more than you get. So it struck me when in January or February 2022 I discovered that my sister had about fifty thousand naira in her savings, mm-hmm. and then just about a day back, you know, she still collected I think two thousand naira from my hand for data, and you know the two thousand naira it should not have been a problem if like I had like a hundred k in my bank account then, mm-hmm. but like you know that two thousand naira was out of the five thousand naira that I probably had as my last. Mm-hmm. So that kind of stuff. And I was like, wait, so what's this? So I didn't actually approach about like, wow, you have 50,000 and you spend so, so wow. Mm-hmm. And you've been keeping it for a long time. So the first thing for anybody that is earning or whether you are not earning, you want to start earning, understand that you have to actually save. Mm-hmm. You have to save. You have to you have to save and then you know i've been reading books before then and one of the books i was privileged to read and i've read i think i've read this book five times over now the richest man in babylon yeah yeah so in the book you know it now went from just saying you know save for the rainy day or what have you so making you understand that as a person the foundation of your financial supremacy whether 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 you're a Christian, whether you're a believer, whether you're a Muslim, the God you're serving, and for me, the God I serve is Jesus, mm-hmm. God through Jesus Christ, and you have to really prioritize your tithing. So, not in mind, every single money you earn, you know, the tithing has to be. You could call it investment savings, 
but the point is it is called start your post to fatten because of all the money you had the, the, the money you truly earn for yourself is the money that helps you to provide more money in the days of the in the days of old in the days of old people had servants and slaves that worked for them mm-hmm. and then that reproduced for them and then that was how they really judged who was rich and who was not yeah so if in all your earnings you are not earning money that is capable of making you more money now i'm not talking about enslaving that uh, you know you are, you are earning more money or you are increasing the number of money you can earn maybe mm-hmm. in your skill or whatever i'm not talking about that i mean you earn money and after that money you earn you set money aside so that that money can eventually help you reproduce more money without you having to work again that is you're making money you're slave yeah you've not started with making money yet so bidding the richest man in Babylon it helps you establish that the next thing after your tithes is to make sure you save a tenth percent a tenth of every single thing you earn of every single income you make you know you save a ten percent and set it aside for investments yeah or for opportunities to make for opportunities to key that money into to help you make more money then the next thing to now do is also to save for the rainy day wow. to save for the rainy day and for me i just i just decided that okay that is another 10 percent so practically now we have that was how we formulated the gospel preachers dmc which you call the 10 10 10 70 principle 10 percent of all the money i had i paid to god as time because god is the auto and finisher of my wealth and it is he who gives me the power to get wealth the next 10% of every single thing I had, I saved towards investments. The seed to which my tree of wealth shall grow. Wow. And the next and the last 10% of every single thing I had, I saved for the rainy day. Because yes, I trust that the, I trust that God is protecting me. However, things may come up and I may, I may be in need of cash suddenly, either for it might be for a business endeavor, it might be even for health wise it might be earth wise something some just something i just get to say hmm. wow i just get to say yeah now for some people that may be wondering okay you save 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 probably because you're earning enough you know to be able to save that much so for people that that think okay I, I, i'm not earning so much i don't even have enough to to meet my daily needs not talk of saving how do they manage the situation because i mean that's where managing expectation comes into play you, you're not earning any, any enough or you're not earning as much as you want to so how do you manage to you know be able to save for the rainy day like you mentioned well number one you have three concentric cycles and then we have god as the core value as the next thing and then money but for this general circular mind, we can just say, you know, we have value as the core in money. Mm-hmm. All right. The point I'm trying to raise is that at the end of the day, money, for example, you're in Nigeria, obviously, and then you could see what is currently happen- happening with the cash yeah. policy and the likes of it. It shows you the intangibility of the cash, the yeah. intangibility of the currency, the intangibility of money. At the end of the day, it is who you are and then your ability to actually exchange for services and for resources that eventually holds the game. Mm-hmm. 
practically the point i'm trying to raise is that money is a means to an end all right and money is not the main thing so yes literally i used to say you're earning twenty thousand naira monthly the best way to start out towards riches is to start just where you are mm. so yes you are earning twenty thousand naira monthly from that twenty thousand naira number one as a believer sorry i'll be mentioning you know my tight because tight is very paramount for me and i'll tell you why it's paramount for me the someone who does not believe in jesus christ may not be able to understand this perfectly okay. but number one tight you save you 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 you, you pay your tight remove that first remove that then the next thing to do is to pay your investment savings keep it set it aside by the time an invest you are you are you are practically buying for yourself time because you know a lot of us we are investment opportunities will come for you will come for me and then is it when investment opportunities come i mean investment opportunities that your soul spirit and body connect and are, are telling you are informing you confirming that this investment opportunity is something is a wonderful opportunity for you to get into mm-hmm. but at that time because you have not been uh you've not been intentional about you know investment planning because practically 17 percent of every single income you earn is you're planning for investment okay so because you've not been yeah because you've not been intentional about investment planning and that one now happens uh you you start saying you want to go and look for the money but when you are able to start saving your 10 percent, 10 percent over and over again you know by the time an investment opportunity comes even from the all you have been able to accrue you know when you save 10 percent of twenty thousand naira monthly in a whole year that is twenty four thousand naira. Mm-hmm. the next year comes and if, if it is kept in a normal bank account, the bank is going to even give you an interest of about 5%. Yeah. All right. The next year comes, you save, but you top up. That is uh, 48,000, about 50,000. Maybe they have been pleased your salary to 30,000 by then. You're already nearing or eating even very close to 60,000, 70,000. And then an investment opportunity comes for you. And then you look into it and then know, you know this is viable. It is like, it is like one plus one equals to two. Yeah. You know, you're like, let me key into this. You have you already you have seventy thousand naira, then you still have like maybe twenty thousand naira, and you combine everything, you have like hundred thousand naira, and you key into that business opportunity within three months, it yields a three hundred times percent stage profit for you, and then you are now saying you're having like four hundred and fifty thousand naira in excess, and that is because you had the money to key into that investment opportunity because yeah. it, it the essence of the investment is like basically for you to be able to curate systems where your money works for you you know there's now various investment schemes and all there are various but the point is the literal explanation is that you are actually buying time you are preparing yourself for the day fortune will knock at your door yeah you get so irrespective of how much you're earning then the the emergency comes into to play you know sure. anything can stop you know and then suddenly someone uh, you yourself needs maybe like 50k urgently and because you've been intentional about saving that so the truth is what a lot of people um feel that um, you know yes i have debts to pay uh, thankfully you know there are also there are also um systems there, there's a planning financial planning for you to pay out off your debts too mm-hmm. i mean i'm also paying off some debts all right in hundreds of thousands and i'm following a financial plan and i'm almost done so yeah there are financial plans for everything but you know some people feel like oh um their lives you know they need to eat they need to buy this thing they need to that is the funny thing the money you earn 
you realize that you are not spending the money on yourself at the end of the day because the true money you spend on yourself is the is the money that is able to help you make more money that mm-hmm. is the true money that is yours every other money that you spend you buy book you pay the vendor you are paying the vendor yes you are buying book you're actually paying the vendor so the money is not your money you're buying food you're paying the person that is selling you the food it is not your money you only eat and the eating you know it passes true so at the end of the day you realize that you know all this money that you say oh you might not be able to survive you know saving 10 percent for emergency 10 percent for investment planning the truth is your needs and wants will marry themselves into the remaining 70 percent that you have mm. to spend there is no how they will just and that is where there's another level to it and that is why you know aside the fact that we preach this gospel and we say oh 10 10 10 70 10 10 10 70 we also tell people to join our cycle demons money cycle because that's what we help you do we help you we help you with financial budgeting and the likes of it so that is that's about that um okay there's conversations around savings what to save and i mean you we've talked a great deal on what to save and 10% and I'm saving for the future, the importance of that. But there's this argument that people put up. They say um, you invest from your savings. Some people believe, okay, so once a business opportunity comes my way, I throw in everything, um, both the ones that are coming in now, the ones that I've saved, and I throw it in. So from your experience, you know, talking with people, giving financial advice, what would be your advice to this um, argument? Is it advisable to always just invest from your savings and just keep it going that way? Or are there times where you could just take it on and throw it into investment? So what would be your advice in such situation? For me, when you are saving 10% already for investment planning, I mean, you don't necessarily need to because not all investments you know will, will, will yield for fruit and you're able to manage risks if you're just if you're just investing from your investment savings you're able to manage risks like it gives you the power you are not because a lot of us have allowed money to appear a lot so for example this 10 10 10 10 7 principle number one helps you take control over the way you get to lose money and the and your mental health practically because you know if your hope is resting upon the money you're earning so you're earning a hundred and fifty thousand a year monthly and then you're saving ten percent every month and mm-hmm. then eventually you keep all the ten percent you've been saving from the hundred and fifty thousand for the purpose you've been saving that money for the purpose of investment it's different from your emergency savings mm-hmm. and then you keep that money all of the investment savings into an investment scheme and that investment scheme goes it goes sour and it goes it turns out bad and then you lose more money number one you've already developed the culture of being an investor who is always planning to make investments so mm-hmm. that one because it is just 10 percent of your total net worth your total it's 10 percent of the value you bring to the table you're like okay um you know you just continue saving your 10 percent for investment you'll be like okay we'll make better decisions in the next time something like that i don't know if you're copying yeah so that is how it works so number one really if you're saving 10 percent already except I, I don't see the reason why you want to go beyond the 10 percent to to invest 
more because I mean the ten percent already helps you to minimize weeks. It already helps you to it already helps you with the particular risk level, right? And which is very very awesome. But however, you know, there's a viable business opportunity, and you still have some cash to put in. I mean, you want to go all in. Sometimes when you go all in, I mean, when you go all in or all out, I mean, you can make the most of return that you can ever ever make. So sometimes it is good, sometimes it is good. But when you already, when you already, when you when you have already ten percent in plan for your investment, always from every single money you earn, it's it is easier to make investment decisions than when you are just banking on your general savings to make investment decisions. Yeah. I mean, there, there's a whole lot. You want to buy a car, you want to rent the apartment, you want to. But I mean, this other ten percent, the purpose is just for investment. It's not for you to buy car or house or anything initially. It's just for you to invest, and an investment opportunity is coming. Mm-hmm. Um, an investment opportunity comes before you. The only thought you are thinking about is what is the return, what is the viability of the investment. You are not thinking that you still want to buy house because this is not the purpose for that month. Yeah, you get so it's a different thing. Mm-hmm. Wow. Before we wrap it all up so quickly tell us about Daniel's money circle and what you guys do there and if anyone wants to join how do they get in touch with you okay Daniel's money cycle you can check us out check us out on linkedin what we do is just pretty simple you just take in we call ourselves investors we call our members investors it's a close cycle all right and we are going to become a cycle where you know you you get to mention out there that you're a member investor within this money cycle and people look at you and be like they respect you because that is what we're building we are building high profile businesses we are building people who are very very at top performance in their personal lives such that it translates into their into their financials all right so practically what we would, what would do at this money cycle is i would take in your financial supremacy on a journey because all of this information and more on, on your websites, right? So Yeah, 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 yeah. Our website, denosmoneycycle.com or dmc.com.ng. Okay, so yeah. So anybody can, of course, just hop on and read all about it and get in touch with you. Yeah. And, and your, the, yeah, yeah. And they should check us out on LinkedIn. We are more... LinkedIn is our space because LinkedIn is what builds us. So okay. LinkedIn is where they will get to learn more information about us. Okay. Though I think we are we are entering into the other social media apps gradually, but well, mainly LinkedIn for now. Yeah, oh, wow. All right. Yeah. Okay. So thank you so much, Daniel. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you for sharing with us. Nice to have had you today. Thank you so much. Yes, I really appreciate the invite. So um, nice work you're doing, Jose. Uh, thank you. God bless you. Yep. You too. Thank you so much. All right, guys, this is where we call it a day for today. I will come your way again next week, of course, with another amazing, amazing guest. And of course, talking about something else that will be of benefit to you. So talk to you again next week. Bye for now.